Welcome to Building an Effective Marriage Team Program with your hosts, Dr. Ralph Goffrey Jr. and Pastor Lenore Goffrey. This is a show that helps to equip kingdom marriages to be strong and successful. Sit back and relax and enjoy today's discussions. Thank you for joining us for Building an Effective Marriage Team radio show. We want to just welcome you all as an audience. Thanks for joining us again. We have some guests in our studio this morning, Keisha, Damon, and Curtis. And Pastor Ralph and I will be hosting the show this morning, and we're going to talk about communication. Um, Keisha and Damon just recently got engaged, and Curtis is married. He doesn't have his wife here today. But we want to talk and just kind of explore communication. On a previous show, we talked and delved into lack of communication and listening and you know, why sometimes in marriages we have communication issues. So today for with an engaged couple, um, soon to be married and a young married man, we want to just delve into communication. Pastor Ralph? Really? Yes. <laughs> so, no, again, we're glad you guys can join us today. Uh, and we are uh, exceptionally welcoming to our, our guests. Uh, you guys may have heard uh, the conversation between me and the gentleman uh, the other week with uh, uh, Curtis Winkle and Damian Wilson. We had an awesome conversation on understanding uh, relationship from a men's perspective. Uh, and then and saying that, today we're just looking at uh, talking about, uh, like Nora just said, communication in these relationships. Uh, so uh, to you guys, first question I guess we want to ask is, how important do you find communication to be in your relationship? We'll start with the, the newly engaged couple here. Do you guys uh, find communication to be uh, important? Do you find it to be a struggle even uh, now that you're not, you're not married, but you're engaged? How's your communication going even now? I'm going to let her answer that. <laughs> good choice. Good choice. Good choice. Yeah. See, already failing communication. So. <laughs> um, I think that communication is important, but it can be a struggle at okay. times. Me and Damon been together a couple of years, so we've gotten better at it. So, but it can, it's very important. It's very important. Mm -hmm. How important is it? Can you communicate all day? So you have to have because I'll be thinking something, Damien, and think it's totally different. So we have to kind of have a common ground and have that be detailed when we explain things to each other. See, she wants things to be detailed. <laughs> I'm giving the, just a little bit of notes here and there. And so I'm hoping that she understand what I'm saying because I'm moving on to something else. Huh. So, Sound like wait. a regular man. Yeah, you know, and this you know is amazing because the show that we had, we... It was just the host and Pastor Ralph and I, and it, it exactly what you said, Keisha, is women are very detailed. We give the A, one, two, three, B, three, four, five, and so on and so forth, and men just want the A and the B. Mm -hmm. And so how do you work through that, knowing that you're that detailed and he, after you've gotten to A1, he's already off at the baseball game or basketball game? With the expectations that you're going to carry out the ABC. <laughs> yeah. well, I think usually it, uh, it ends up saying, Damien, you didn't 
didn't tell me. You need to communicate better. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like, you sound just like it. <laughs> now I can give a prime example. The other night, Damien's family was in town for Christmas. The night before, I was coming over there to cook over his mother's house. And then Damien said, well, come on over. We're going to order, get something to eat. They ordered something for everybody to eat. This was on Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday. So then the next night, I was at home, got off work. I went running, came home. He said, well, come over, we're getting something to eat. And I said, okay, I'll be right over there. I'm thinking he, they're going to order something again. No, they're all waiting for me because they all want to go out to dinner. Damien didn't tell me that part. Oh. That everybody was waiting for me to get dressed and go out to dinner. He just said, we're getting something to eat like we had done the night before. I was like, why didn't you tell me that we was going out to dinner? Everybody was had their coats on or waiting for me. He's like, I told you we was getting something to eat. Like, no, <laughs> you did not tell me we're going out to eat. So. Should have read his mind. No. Oh no! See, that's the detail that we require. See, there's a lot of things that happen in between. But you didn't tell me that. And this is where we start. <laughs> this is where the breakdown. But why didn't you tell me? The breakdown, right? So, Mr. Winkle, how how is communication in your household? Um, well, it's of the utmost because I'm doing, you know. A million things she's doing a million things we work opposite schedules we got four daughters um, so if we don't communicate uh, it is it is not a good atmosphere at the Winkle residence <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so but in saying that I mean that's and, and that we were not in a good place for a long time because we didn't know how to communicate um, we just come from very drastic different backgrounds um, for me communication is like I grew up screaming, yelling, like that's how you showed each other that you loved each other, that's how you were communicating, <laughs> you know, and she grew up in a house that like, it was silent, and, and there was an expectation of her father, there was an expectation of her mother, they both knew that expectation, and things just kind of ran, you know, as smoothly as possible. Um, so for us, early on, when we were fighting and yelling, and like, I felt safe, I felt we were in a good place, she felt like we, you know, we weren't gonna make it. And then when we, you know, when we were silent and, and we weren't really talking, you know, I felt like we weren't gonna make it, and she felt like everything was good. So you know, we had a lot of struggles early on, and just trying to get on the same page of what communication means in our household, and not what it meant in, you know, where we grew up and how mm -hmm. we grew up. So right. you know, that was some early challenges. Yeah, because I know in my home, um, my my parents, uh, I know early on, and it's just remembering the, the memories. Uh, you know, they would, if they would get into a uh, heated discussion, you know, my father would come, become the, the silent type. He wouldn't talk anymore. My mother, be, she becomes silent and then fuss at the kids, you know. So, <laughs> you know, silent with him but fuss at us. But, um, and you would see that. And and, and so uh, I think the, the, the older they, the, I'll say the more mature their relationship became, those dynamics slightly changed where, my mother became more sensitive in their uh, their discussions, you know, their their arguments, and he became more just direct to the point of just explaining things. But uh, sometimes I think though the difficult qualities, if now my wife is totally different, she we can go at it, uh, walk away and have a bag of chips like nothing ever happened, you know, so, yeah. because we don't hold things. At least we try not to hold. Uh, things against each other through whatever uh, oppositions we have 
we 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 talk about and work try to figure out well this is this this is that you know and I do still have the tendencies of you know raising my voice where but we really try to keep it at a very you know uh, level uh, argument where it's it's not out that out of control where we again start laughing at stupid stuff just because it's like it's better to diffuse it than to keep it, you know, escalated and going yeah. forward. Yeah. You know. Well, I think one important thing that Curtis said was in each household, it's going to be different. Right. So, and in ours, it I came from a family where my father was twice removed, so we didn't see communication at all. So I think that's why we handle it that way. But it's, you'll figure it out for your household. Obviously, you know it has to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, like Keisha said, you communicate all all day long. That's mm-hmm. all we do. You know, the cell phones have taken away some of that. All these electronics have taken away some of that, but we gotta get back to the basics of, hey honey, you know, and really have that conversation and figure out what works in your household. Yeah, so in in your relationship, I mean, what could you define, maybe for our audience, the best quality, your better qualities? What are your best qualities in communication? And then we'll talk about your worst. We'll go with you and then we'll go around to Curtis. But with you two first, let's, let's start with the, the lovely Keisha. What is your best quality uh, for a communicator? Communicator, um, I think I'm pretty clear when I communicate. I'm an introvert, so I like to observe situations rather than jump in where Damien, he just jumps right in and gets the tease. So <laughs> I like to observe, and I don't know if it's because how I was raised, my father's a retired policeman, and he was like, you know, always check people out. Don't be so quick to jump in. But I like to observe situations, and then I can make, you know. I know your daddy was the po-po. So I think that that's how I was raised, and just, you know, um, but I think I communicate pretty clearly. Um, I don't have to be a loud communicator. But just get my point across. And sometimes without even my actions speak louder than words, that's how you communicate. Do you become emotional at the end end all? When I I communicate? Yeah. Yeah, if it's uh I tell Damien something and I have to repeat it. <laughs> like, oh, well, honey, like a mother doing a lot yeah, of repeating. Yeah, listen, what I say? Yeah, yeah. Repeated. So, um, yeah, I can get a little emotional. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah. So, Mr. Mr. Wilson, what is your better quality of a communicator? Well, I think the best thing I do is I read the, uh, the uh, body language. I know how to I look at her face, and I, I know her little mannerisms when she's upset okay. or mad or something like that, and I know. Uh, I think they're pretty easy to find now that I've been around her for so long. Uh, so once I know those things, then I know I need to, maybe I need to, uh, to, to talk to her or to apologize, maybe. Okay. <laughs> and so that's one of my best uh, qualities, I Okay. Excellent. Mr. Winkle? Um, so not to be a little uh, opposite of the scenarios that have taken place, I am the detailed one <laughs> in our relationship. Um, so I, I value details. Um, you know, I'm a bit um, like you, Keisha. Like, I'm introverted. So, like, for me, everything matters. Um, so, so you're like, Mr. Sensitive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, well, I, I'm a very affirmative type of person. So, like for me, like I don't. I as long as I, as long as I feel that you appreciate the things that I do and you understand where I'm coming from, 
like we're good like I, I'll you know I'll go through hell and high water as long as I feel appreciated um, my wife is more of the the spontaneous type of communicator it's uh, like oh we were supposed to be there 20 minutes ago <laughs> um, so um, my you know my strengths are my weaknesses because I'm you know very detail oriented and, and, and affirmative um, and by nature when I'm not feeling that like that it is complete shutdown like if you don't give me inf any information no feedback or if I feel like undervalued like I, I don't really I my wife would say if we're going to be honest she would say that uh i become completely logical and emotionalist um so i'll shut down and everything is just an equation um, and nothing really is uh i don't use my heart for much you know so th those are the things that that i i struggle with those are the things that you know that i try to improve on is just is um, kind of interjecting my heart in a lot of situations and um and trying to feel empathy um for what you know my wife may be dealing with at the time um, so yeah. So you you feel then that you you are a pretty good communicator, I guess. I feel I feel like I'm a pretty good communicator. Um, and because my wife isn't here, I'm gonna we're gonna go with that. <laughs> yeah. um, we'll have her on the next. Yeah. Segment. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean I, I do think I, I, and maybe too much. Um, where you know we kind of she just I feel like she can tone me out sometimes because it's just like too much. Cause I, I do yeah. have a lot of stuff going on and I would just, you know, I'd be like, Hey, this is what I'm doing. You know, at nine o'clock, nine 30, you know, nine 45. She's like, I just like, are we getting breakfast or not? You know I mean? Like, you know, she's just like, look, just hit me with the, the hot points and then we can just keep this train keep rolling. Rolling, huh? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't need to know, you know, like the, the street that we live on, you know, McDonald's is like half a mile. She's like, I don't need to know what you did between here and the light and the house. tell me, like, I'm on the way. We're cool. Yeah. Um, so, I like her already. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, we're not. Well, and, and so the funny part about that is, is which the next, one of the next segments that we have in our book is about listening. And the other part of communication is you not only have to verbalize it, but you have to absorb it and process it yeah. in order to have the other piece of communication. So um, that's one thing where we, you know, all the details, You, if you miss the details, then you can't then communicate back appropriately. Mm -hmm. um, one thing we, we, one of the couples we had in one of our classes told us, and it was Ralph's mom and dad who were, I guess, mentoring them or counseling them at one point, and they had a salt and pepper shaker. And whoever had the salt and pepper shaker was the communicator. So they would sit at the table and they would do this as a couple when they would start getting into these you know, conversations that you're just talking over each other, they'd grab out the salt and pepper shaker and they'd put sit on the, at their <laughs> kitchen table and she would have the salt and pepper shaker so he could not speak. And literally they would pass it back and forth. And, you know, and it seems juvenile, but it's just a, a mechanism in which we know, okay, it's my turn to speak. And when I have this, you can't, you know, you have to listen. And then when you get it, I'm listening. And then that just kind of massage that process of communicating and listening. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. But isn't there like, okay, so I remember when I was up at Exodus, working at Exodus, and I worked all these hours. Okay. okay I would come home, and I'd be super tired. Depressed. She would call, and she would want to talk about her day. 
Ooh, yeah. And I would be like, <laughs> you want to talk about not listening? I was not listening. And I would tell her, I say like, I said like, look, man, I've been hearing issues from people all day. Right. I don't want to hear yours right now. <laughs> I love you, but it's just I need a release. I can't hold all this stuff. So now I think she's going through the same thing. So what would be the best way to communicate that? I think it's, that's interesting because I work out of the home and he's pretty much in the home or, you know, down at church. So it's very different dynamics. And I'll come home and unload all kind of, and he'll just be like, really? <laughs> <laughs> and so I think you can answer. Well, how. usually it, it has to be a, I think a downtime, you know what I'm saying? Process uh, where usually um, just being respectful of, okay, he, that's, that job, if, if your job is in counseling or um, some type of communication uh, aspect, the challenge is that, okay, like you're saying, if I've heard people talk and complain and whine all day, you know, when I'm home, I'm not trying to hear that from my wife too, you know, uh, at least not at this time. And I understand she has those issues and she wants to dump or at least I get it off her chest. Mm -hmm. And that's understandable. But I think there has to become, when we go back to the communicating piece, uh, a time or, or agreement that let me, give me this much time to just download my day, a process through my day. You know what I'm saying? Or just be uh, complaint free. Mm -hmm. Give me a couple of hours and I'll let you, we can get back together if it's at the dinner table or we go out for coffee or we make coffee, whatever we do in our home that we set that time aside for that. And now I'm all yours, you know, and you can boom, 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 boom. Hopefully you don't expect anything in return. <laughs> well, cause many times a person who listens to complaints all day don't really have a lot to talk about. You know what I'm saying? Cause they don't really, the, the good and the bad, they may not unleash on other people. If the, and that's, that's if they understand how to let that stuff go. Now, sometimes if a person takes on too much and hold it uh, and bottle it up, then it can be a little dangerous, yeah. you know, because then they'll save it, save it, build it, build it, and unleash on you like, well, you think your day is something. Let me tell you, remember, your day ain't nothing. <laughs> and then, you know, they let you have it. But uh, the idea, if you can understand how to release that, then great. But I think it's always imperative that you set time aside where we're going to talk because I think uh, in a lot of relationships, people fail to put time aside to talk to their spouse. Yeah. Does it make sense? You know, we're, we become really familiar with each other and when we get into that role of familiarity. Then it, it becomes uh, a habit of not talking at all. And that can be bad because you don't know what they're thinking. You don't know what's going on. And if they feel like, like Winkle was just saying, feel like you don't uh, appreciate me or value me, then many times people start looking for other people that they feel that can value them. And then that's how you get into affairs and all this mm -hmm. other stuff. So I, I think husband and wives have to find time to, to set aside 
those 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 opportunities to discuss and to let each other talk about their day if that's where they are. Right. right. Yeah. And one thing we instituted in our house is we sit down as a family at dinner. Um, we always have that time. Even if we go out and bring something home, we're sitting down at the table. The electronics get turned off, and we, you know, I'll ask the kids how their school day was, or, you know, and we'll lo joke and laugh about, you know, what did daddy do? Well, he took a nap, he did such and such. You know, I mean, we'll make it like a fun time, but we're really finding out what went on in each other's day. Because it is, it's, it's, it's crucial I mean, I'm so, these electronics now just have taken away an yeah. element of what we knew. You know, kids don't play outside yeah. anymore. And you know, it's dangerous. They really can't. Yeah, you so can't let them outside stuff. anymore. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, we just lost some elements and we, we have to figure out how to bring those back because they're, they are crucial to relationships growing and maturing yeah. and learning each other and really getting to know each other for a, 50, 75 year relationship. Right. Yeah, like I, like for me, like my goal, like I want to have a PhD in Amanda. You know what I mean? Like that's my goal. Like I like I want to know everything about her, like what makes her tick, you know, what makes her happy, that's you know, me. what her goals are. Me. I mean, in, for me because like well, I'm happy with an associate with her. But I feel GED, like baby. <laughs> <laughs> He was a PhD. Uh, uh, but, like, I feel like the downfall of a lot of relationships, like, and, and it, this isn't, like, I'm not trying to bash men, but, like, I feel like a downfall uh, uh, a lot of relationships is the man's ego not being massaged enough. Like, and, and like, men, are, uh, that's just, it, it's, I feel like it's just an Achilles heel. And at least for, for me, like, I guess I could just speak for me. Like, if I know it goes back to, like, being appreciated. Like, if, my, if I feel like I'm not appreciated, the times in my life when I don't feel like a that I'm appreciated is the most time that I'm susceptible to kind of wander. And, mm -hmm. and, I, and I don't mean like, so my wife has to, you know, like I, I'm my own man, like I'm a, I'm a grown up, you know what I mean? Like, so it, it's all my decision. But I mean, as far as like how you said, being appreciated and, and wanting to talk, you know, to each other and wanting to get to know kind of like what each other, you know, is about. And in our house, we do, we do this thing called peek and pick. So every every day or when we do something, or if there's an event or we go somewhere, like we sit down as a family, uh, you know, on a drive home or whatever, and, and we say our peak, which is like the thing that brought us the most joy in our day. Um, and then we do our pit, which is not necessarily negative, but just something that we wish would have been, went differently. You know, sometimes okay. it's negative, sometimes, you know, you know, my our youngest daughter, she'll always say like, "Oh, we had to leave." You know what I mean? Like, what, you know, <laughs> our friends had to go home. Like, yeah. so it doesn't have to be like a, a negative, catastrophic thing. Like, oh, you know, we got we getting bullied at school. You know, you know. But sometimes it is. That's how we find things out. Yeah. Like we 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 kind of try to cultivate this 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 um, communication environment in our house where if there's something going on, like I always say, like Daddy can't fix what he doesn't know about. So I want my kids, you know, if and, and that goes like for me too. Like if I say something to you and it's completely off tilt, like if I if I come at the end of a conversation and y'all are fighting, my kids are fighting or, or whatever, and I you know I get mad at you, I send you to your room or whatever, but you was defending your sister or something. Like let me know. Like I'm not like a tyrant. Like I, I don't have. I mean I have ultimate power in our house. Amanda, right. When you listen to this, <laughs> um, but 
you know, like I, I want my kids to be like, nah, dad, like that, that's wrong. Like, yeah, you know, you, you you treat me not correctly. Like I was defending this person or I was doing this or you got it mixed up. Like I want my kids to have that autonomy where they can question, you know, what the situation is. Yeah. Um, but that's the stuff that we, you know, that we do in our house. That's me. That's cool. So we, we're running out of time. So I want to quickly ask you guys, uh, just, and and you can we'll start again. We'll start with Curtis this time. Uh, but how do you handle misunderstandings in your home? Because many times it's easy for us to. Uh, again, we talked about being detailed and one person not being. Uh, how do you handle that? Because. You know, we, we handle it differently, of course, but just hearing from you guys, how do you handle it? We only have three minutes, so give me a um, minute. I just, <laughs> it, it, I just give it real easy. For, like, we, me and Amanda have come to this kind of, you know, understanding that, like, it's me, like, most of the time, like, all the time, it's me. She's, like, the best person I've ever met in my life. Um, but just time, like, I tend to kind of just react emotionally. Um, so I just need time to kind of like go over the situation and look from from her point of view, my point of view, what we're trying to accomplish, like what, you know, what the environment was, you know, was it something else that I was projecting on her? You know, I just need time. Like, okay. it's just time. Okay. Damien, so how do you handle it? Um, since I'm so laid back, um, <laughs> most of the time I just be like, oh, well, I missed it. We'll, we'll have another opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> What am I supposed to do? You know, I know you told me like eight times, but I need it now. You know, but you know, I, most of the time, she's right. Like, I can do more listening than that I actually do, and I can probably be a little bit more detailed, but it ain't gonna happen overnight. <laughs> if true. at all. If at all. <laughs> That's true. Just know I love. It. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, girl, I just put a ring on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, my parents have been married for 45 years. What? But they've um, been together for 50. Got that in the po-po. They've been married for 45 years. So my, but they, my parents are, can be very argumentative. So if there was a misunderstanding, which is my dad liked to argue, my mom would argue, but then it would get quiet. And then nobody would argue. So being with uh, Damien, me and my sisters picked up on that. But being with Damien, because he is so laid back, and Damien does communicate really well when he does communicate. So um, I've learned to just, I've learned to not be as argumentative, just to kind of just, you know, be quiet and just, just not, just try to reason quietly with each other if there is a misunderstanding where they don't want to be combative about it. So. Okay. Excellent. How do you handle it, Miss Godfrey? <laughs> uh, I am very argumentative. I'm always right. <laughs> no, this is what we do. Just literally laugh. Yeah. Just laugh. <laughs> He's silly, as you see. No, I'm very So right. yeah, we, we just I mean we'll we'll go toe to toe and then we'll look at each other and just start laughing because most of the time it's about stupid stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a stupid, misunderstandings are usually the most ignorant thing. And you know, we'll, we, we resolve it somehow through the laughter and through reasoning. So I, I think all of that time, you know, another opportunity, um, you know, our past and, you know, how we've handled stuff. Yeah. How about you? you well, like you said, it's, it's, it's the thing of just trying to 
to diffuse the situation as best you can and then try to find a way to get clarity. I think because if you don't ever get clarity, you can't clear up that misunderstanding. Uh, even if we missed a beat, you know, like my recycling bill wasn't paid and when I set up the garbage the other day, they, they didn't take my garbage and I was just trying to figure out why my garbage was the only garbage still on the street and everybody else's was gone. You so know, instead of turning it into an argument, it became just a discussion, did you pay the bill? He must be broke. <laughs> That's what my daughter said. She was like, we really? must be broke. I, know. I, think, I think it's a pride thing. I think sometimes you have to be brought down. And I think he was embarrassed. His trash was, I was embarrassed on the street. But that's okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. And everybody walking by looking like that. <laughs> we know who the pay eight bills on this street. So, uh, you know. <laughs> so that's how we diffuse a situation. No, guys, we thank you guys for, again, joining us and hanging out. Yeah. Again, and, and those who are listening, if you, again, want more information on uh, Building an Effective Marriage Team, just go to www.buildingeffectivemarriageteam.com. You can also check us out on Spotify, just taking, uh, clicking on BEM, or putting in BEMT. And other than that, uh, we thank you guys for chiming in, and we hope that you listen to us, uh, or continue to listen to us. And thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Building an Effective Marriage Team program. To contact us with questions or information on how to purchase our book, or if you would like to know information about our marriage boot camps, you can go to our site at www.buildinganeffectivemarriageteam.com.